Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another week of Moneyline Madness. My name is Matt Cherico. I'm here with my co-host, Andy B. How we doing, Andy? I'm all right for now. We'll see. For now. We'll see what happens later. We'll see what yeah, happens we'll, later. Yeah, we will see what happens later. I know uh, oftentimes when we come on and we record that you just so happen to be playing your Celtics tonight. Every um, single time, I think, in this series, other than Saturday. We haven't we haven't gotten a Warrior-Mavs game. Luckily, tomorrow we will. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's been rough one. for you because every time you come on here, you're a little stressed out. You're tweaking out a little bit, and honestly, I'm getting concerned for your mental health. Oh, I am too. I do well. I, you weren't here the other day. I had everybody. We had people over, and I was watching the game, and they were concerned for my health. When when Jalen Brown made it a one point game, I think I think my girlfriend thought I was going to actually run through her glass, the glass window. Like I was very, I was very excited, but though that fall, that fall hits quick. (laughs) When, when things are going great, that fall down to the bottom really feels bad. It does. It humbles you a little bit. It does. So do you want to take us into that game starting off the episode at TD garden? Yes, sir. Well, uh, it's a little bit, it's going to be a little bit different. I would think than uh, last game, last game, the Celtics came out with, if any energy, there wasn't much, it was actually, and I don't like to use this word, but it was embarrassing. I mean, the first half of that game, this is they they were they're three wins away from the finals. I mean, you should have energy. I, I the Celtic fans had ten times more energy than the players. That shouldn't happen. All right, th- this is you know this is what you play for. You want to go to the finals. You want to. This team's been great for a really long time, but they haven't gotten to the finals in a deck uh, twelve years actually. So. They shouldn't need help getting energy. I mean, this should be it should be easy for them. They should really want this. And unfortunately, they put themselves too far behind where they kept trying to chip away and it was taking too long and they just didn't have enough time left, unfortunately. But so it's gonna be a bit different. I think there will be a lot of energy coming out of that game and because their backs are kind of against the wall. When you're down three one, it's it's not easy. Gets, I know we all get scary. Definitely. We all joke about the Warriors blowing it a few years ago, but doesn't happen often. That's why we make fun of them for it. I mean, so. exactly. I, I don't get how, like you said, with the energy, they've been the hottest team in basketball for months now. So for them to come out and seem somewhat flat is just kind of concerning. I don't know. It's weird for sure. I mean, Marcus Smart comes back out after suffering that injury, and you would think that he lights a fire under the team. You know, Tatum hurting his shoulder, coming back out. Mm-hmm. It, it almost like seemed like it, it, well, I bet Celtics was the play right there. You know, I I was so sure. (laughs) Yeah, especially with Jimmy being out, like live betting the Celtics was seemed like the play. They had the free throw differential. They shot more threes. Like everything was in their favor, and they just couldn't win the game. It's I don't know. It was it was tough. It was a tough one for you guys. It was was Bam too. Bam Adebayo had not. He had 16 points total in the first two games, and then had 31. That that was 31. So that annoyed me so much. That was such a fake Bam game because he has the potential to do that. Like constantly but he just doesn't the all defense all defense second defensive rob williams that will definitely who by the way and i get it i get health of players is so important he they said it's it's not going to get much better then you got to decide right now are you going to play because if 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 it's not going to get better you're just going to sit around i mean i understand you don't want to make the injury worse but you saw with them without rob williams with bam 
it does not go well. They need yeah. him against Bam. They didn't need him as much in the Bucs series. The Bucs don't have a guy like that. They had they had Giannis, and honestly, nobody was stopping Giannis. We just let him eat and get everybody else around him. But with Bam, he's like he can make the difference in the game, even when Jimmy's on or off the floor. I mean, when Jimmy was on the floor, he was doing the same thing he was when Jimmy was off the floor. Because honestly, they just put uh, Victor Oladipo in and nothing changed from the first half. I mean, Jimmy had eight points. He didn't really make a difference in the first half. So yep. it's it's stopping Bam, and that's on Rob tonight, which he didn't have any props on there, which doesn't make me feel good. I guess they don't think he's going to play. He's questionable, but if I'm Emay, I got to... You I got to go push in. him to play. Yeah, yeah he's got to push gotta play. Well, another big man that you guys rely on a lot, Al Horford. He's yeah. been having a, an okay series thus far. Definitely not the same type of series that you had against the Bucks. But I think that if you guys want any success tonight, you're definitely going to need a guy like him to step up. So with that being said, I'm coming at you with a couple bets tonight. I know we had talked about it before, but I have Al Horford over 11 and a half points at home, I feel like that's relatively easy for him. 11 and a half, 12 points is not much at all, um, especially if Rob Williams doesn't play. Like, they're going to need to rely on Horford a lot. And not that Rob Williams is providing that offense, but Al Horford's a guy that they turn to as a veteran presence. And in a 3-1 scenario, you kind of need a guy like him to guide your team, especially with young guys yeah. like Tatum and Brown. So I have him over 11 and a half points. And then I know you have another Al Horford prop that you could add on to that. Yes, sir. I have two over three point, hold on, over one and a half threes for Al and PJ Tucker, who was getting on my nerves the other day. But those two, they've been standing, when they're able to stand in the corner, they drill them. Their corner threes are money to those two. I mean, it is, it's how they've made their careers so successful here. So those two over one and a half threes, Al and PJ Tucker. Yeah, I like that a lot. PJ's been splashing. They've been relying on him to be that one of those spot-up shooters. We said, who are you going to rely on besides Jimmy to be able to shoot the ball? And sure enough, PJ Tucker shows up, and he says that I'll be that guy. So that was yeah. pretty cool to see. I know how gritty of a defender he is, but seeing him able to come out and get a little bit of offense from the three going was kind of cool. Sorry. Yeah, but he, he, you know, he was, he was really I, – I was impressed – he got under every single Celtics player's skin except Marcus Smart because I don't know what it would take to frustrate Marcus Smart. Probably a lot. But he was under everybody's skin. And I, when I saw they were trying to fight back P.J. Tucker, I thought, all right. When Tatum is, like, pushing him around, I'm like, okay, Tatum's not in this game. Tatum yeah, was not. He's mentally he was out of it. Out. He was yep. mentally done. I, Absolutely. So for the rest of – I have a, two more – Player props. I got a uh, Marcus Smart over six and a half assists. He did that, I believe, very early, and then didn't have another one in the other game. Through three quarters, I think he had seven, and then didn't have another one. But he's been getting seven relatively um, efficiently and easily. So I'm thinking that shouldn't be a problem, especially because today I expect more from Tatum. I expect more. <clears throat> I expect a decent amount less than from Brown, but still a good amount. He needs to be a really impactful player and. Marcus won't have to be the three today. I think if Rob plays, I think we'll more hope Al scores more. So that'll be uh, a lot of assists for Marcus. And uh, the other one is uh, Jimmy Butler under 25 and a half. I get he's play. He's probably going to play the whole game. They said it was only knee inflammation. If he was not good enough to play in the second half, 
in a, in and you know it was not that far apart when we went into the second half. It was a fifteen point game. Yeah, the they Celtics were talking. All the Stan momentum. Van Gundy was talking about yeah. if Marcus Smart is coming out, does Jimmy Butler look at the TV, see that Marcus Smart came back out and come back out and play himself? Yeah. So I, I don't mean, know. I, it's it's tough. Knee inflammation is no joke, and that yeah. that kind of swelling doesn't just yeah. go away. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Marcus Smart with an ankle, you could tape it up. You could, yeah. you know, you could get it. Really Shoot nice. him up with whatever the hell you want. Yeah, it could be super <laughs> stiff. But knee problems are no joke, especially with some yeah. type of inflammation. So that's going to be so, really yeah. interesting to follow. So with that, I have him under twenty five and a half, just because if he wasn't healthy enough to play the second half, I don't know how healthy he's going to be today. I. I always hope everybody's healthy. I don't want my team to win because I listen, the Celtics are the better team. They've proven that. They've they've won all but two quarters, which hurts my feel it hurts me so bad to say that. The Celtics have they've played what, twelve quarters in this in this uh series. The Celtics have won ten of them and lost two games. I mean because those quarters were just so ugly. Yeah. So they were outscored, I think, by forty seven, so in those two quarters and, and it's tough, but if he wasn't healthy enough to play in that game, I, I gotta say I got to say that it, it probably will affect him today, so he probably won't get the 26 points. And I also expect that they're going to have to play. The Celtics are going to play with an edge tonight. They mm-hmm. they have to, so that's what I've got there. And I also have a sneaky one. You don't have to put a lot on it. Uh, Jason Tatum, 30-plus in a Boston win. He's not going to score 10 points again. He shot 3 of 14. He hit one three. It was a really nice three. I actually thought when he hit that three, I was like, oh, if he gets going, the game's over. He didn't get going. Game was definitely over. Um, and they had 10 point. He had 10 points. So I expect more from him. I don't. 30 is a lot. I get off of a game like that. It but is, if but it just, isn't for a guy like Jason. Yeah. Tim, who's supposed to be top five in the league. And you're playing the Miami Heat at home with the back against your wall. Yeah. You should be able to give me 30 points. Yeah. And, and if Jason Tatum wants to be that caliber yeah. of player, he's got to perform in games like this. Yeah, and, and him off of losses, I don't know the exact statistics, um, but every time the Celtics lose a game, he goes off the next game. I mean, he did it. We saw them the other game in Miami. The mm-hmm. uh, Game six in Milwaukee, he went ballistic off of a loss. So that's the type of player he's becoming. I like it. If you have an edge when you lose a game, but I also need you in the other games, too. I mean, this series, truthfully, should have been a sweep for Boston. Should be a sweep tonight. But now you're playing with your backs against the wall. So Yeah, uh, I uh, I like that I as well. I have Tatum over five and a half assists. Uh, that comes in at plus 120. And I think that if you guys want to win this game, he's got to be able to dish and distribute. Um, use your role players. I could definitely see tonight being a game that Peyton Pritchard puts up four or five threes. So, yeah. why honestly, why not? When you're back against the wall, rely on your shooters and let's you know, have your star facilitate and run the offense the way he should be. You know, that seems like the the best bet for the Celtics, and hopefully they can come out with the dub for you tonight. Yeah, Peyton was probably the most frustrating. Peyton hit his three. It was a nice shot, corner three. Was playing tough defense, but he didn't get another shot up and only had three points. But he had a plus seven when he was on the floor. I mean, he he played – He's. He's been playing really well. Now, that it also helps that the guy he was guarding, Tyler Hero, couldn't hit a shot. I mean, yep. that helps. Who's also questionable tonight. I don't know how he's questionable. He didn't do anything. I don't know how he got hurt. But, yeah, though those those types of things. Like, when you're playing, when your guy's hot, keep him in the game. I mean, you may only had him playing 13 minutes. I get you think he's a defensive liability, but he really wasn't if he had a no, plus seven. I mean, they pick him apart occasionally. But if it's a guy like – if you have Max Schroes on the other side – I, I'm okay with kind of letting Peyton Pritchard sit on a little bit of an island with Max Struess. As long as, yeah. you know, he's Struess isn't ball handling and Pritchard's not getting absolutely exposed, 
I'm okay with, you know, substituting a little bit of offense or a little bit of defense for some more offense when you have defenders like Smart, Williams, and even the way Tatum's been defending, so. Is there a team that has more just three-point shooters than than the Heat? I mean, they have three guys on their roster. Maybe two, I guess I won't give. Because Gabe Vincent's more of an all-around guy. He can do it all. But Struess and Duncan Robinson, they only shoot threes. And I've never seen a team have multiple guys that do that. They just yeah, and the one of them threes. isn't even good at shooting threes anymore. No, Duncan, so. Duncan's tough, man. I mean, I know they were on the road the other day, but he missed one that every other year he's sinking. Like, he was open he created space wide open it was a play drawn up for him and he just bricked it he he's yep. in trouble right now and he gets paid a lot more than max Struess does <laughs> yeah that's yeah that's gonna be a problem for sure they definitely need to figure that one out yeah. do you want to talk about a little bit of what happened last night and basically what you don't want to see from your celtics tonight <laughs> is exactly what luca got from his squad yeah well Basically, I think the role players in Boston are a bit better, but yes, I agree with you. I don't yeah, want to see this tonight. Absolutely. <laughs> Basically, for those who did not get to watch the Warriors-Mavericks game last night, um, the Warriors played a good game. I wouldn't say they played a great game. They played a, a good game, but the Mavericks came out and their role players absolutely left stains on the court in their shorts. It was an absolute mess. It stunk. It was shitty. Literally, they yeah. shit it up. Um, Reggie Bullock, 40 minutes, zero points, 0 of 10 from the field. Run a sprints. Literally just awful performance. I mean, Luca gave him 40 points with 11 rebounds, three assists. I mean, I can't even be mad at his assist line because nobody else is hitting anything. Like, he had three assists, and really nobody else was able to hit a shot off of his, his dishing. So uh, Spencer Dinwiddie was able to help out a little bit. But besides that, the guys like Maxi Kleba, like – Brunson even didn't have a great game. I know he had he had that 20 and 5, but as as a number 2 option, like Luka needs more help, you know. Uh, Luka definitely needs more help. Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, another casual stat line, like too many of these guys on the Mavericks came out last night and were just flat, like that same type of flat energy, couldn't hit a shot, and the Warriors are going to make you pay. The Warriors are a team that will definitely make you um wish that you didn't come out flat because they always have energy. They always have shooters and that type of shooting doesn't just go away They're, That shooting isn't as streaky no. as uh, other teams find themselves. So they got a good game from Andrew Wiggins. He came in and gave them 27 points, 11 rebounds and three assists. And I don't know if you saw, but he had that monster dunk over Luca. I heard time. about it. I didn't get to see the clip, but I will look oh, at it immediately. Man, he caught a body he caught a body, and they called it an offensive foul at first, but then Steve Kerr challenged, and they won the challenge and actually got a defensive foul on Luka. So that was a huge W. You got 19 from Clay, 31 oh, from Steph. Yeah. So, you know, the Warriors are firing on all cylinders right yeah. now, and honestly, if I had to pick a team to win the finals, it's looking like Warriors in five. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. As much as I want to see my team, they they don't look very beatable right now. Andrew Wiggins had a plus 22. I mean, that's not the player. He he was not that type of player before he got to Golden State. He has changed. He found his role. Yep. Yeah, he found his role, bro. They they figured out a good way to use him and they empower him. Like even last night, they didn't. Jordan Poole took four shots. Yeah, I was gonna say we we always love our pool parties. I mean, he had 28 minutes, only took four shots and had 10 points. Yeah. When he doesn't have to, when he's, when they're winning games and he doesn't have to do anything, that's very scary. Cause that's when he can so do something scary, and this is all next year, they're going to have James Wiseman. I mean, this is, 
it's, it's concerning. Really, it's getting really And you know scary. what? You can't really be mad at them anymore because, I mean, they drafted a lot of these guys. I guess Wiggins they didn't draft, but they drafted a lot of these guys. I mean, they're, they're just great. They're great yeah. at everything. Yeah, no, the Warriors are fantastic. <laughs> and like I said, if I had to pick somebody to win the finals right now, it's probably them. So we'll definitely see how things play out. You just never know in the NBA, though. So we'll see uh, how your game goes tonight. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Moneyline Madness talking about that Warriors game. We finally so, will get to talk about a Warriors-Mavs game before it happens. That'll hell be Hell yeah. <laughs> That's exciting. That is definitely exciting. But for the rest of today, I know we got a few quick baseball bets. Oh, you want to hit the peoples with that before we uh, wrap up? Yes, sir. I'm just getting to my MLB at bat app. And uh, just because I use that to see who's pitching. I like to see the pitching. The ERAs. Oh, definitely. The ERAs. That matters oh. a ton. I mean, the Yankees, unfortunately, last night suffered a... Uh, uh, yesterday they lost yeah they lost both don't yeah. don't don't undersell it come on yeah you're no, better they, than that. They, they they lost both and it was uh annoying to say the least because we also found out that chad green needs tommy john and then yeah. a Roldis chapman blew one of those saves so overall not a great day for yankee fans but being that we're still the best team in baseball i'm sitting pretty and i'm gonna you know talk my shit still i want an honest yankee fan opinion what are you doing with a Roldis chapman right now because I, if I'm them, he can't pitch another ninth inning until he proves that he's still major league talent. No, because... yeah, I was going to say Clay Holmes is my closer right now. I That's think crazy. a combo of him or like Wandy Peralta is really what's going to get us through. I like Wandy, so I think that him, Clay Holmes, Mike King, you know, those guys could really keep us held down over there. Yeah. I I watched that game and the first thing I said when we flipped it on to Amazon Prime was I bet Pollock gets a home run when he gets up and he 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 got all of it. Let's just say that. So uh yeah, yeah tonight um I'm gonna go in order by the times they start. So I I'm uh, listen, Garrett Cole's amazing lately and we a lot of people need to apologize to him. I'm one of them. He's been great right now, but I'm never betting a guy to get nine strikeouts so i'm going under eight and a half on that that is a lot i know who they're playing adley rutschman's probably gonna be in the lineup about time that's what he's gonna strike out probably against garrett cole his first at bat's gonna be a shell shock for him but nine strikeouts is a lot i'm going under eight and a half it feels safe to me that's one of those things where if he gets nine strikeouts hey kudos to you and i was wrong put a little bit on under eight and a half strikeouts because that's just a high number for me I don't know. If, I assume you have something in that Yankee game. So I just have the Yankees covering the run line of minus one and a half. I feel like they're just it's the Orioles and the Yankees are probably going to get right after the uh, the losses yesterday. So I have them covering the minus one and a half at minus one forty two. Being the Orioles by two runs hasn't seemed to be too hard this season for the yeah. Yanks. They're figuring out a way to beat bad teams. So I expect more of that tonight, especially with your ace, your thirty two million. Excuse me. Your thirty-two million dollar man on the mound. So yeah. there's just no reason for them to come out and still be flat. No, there is none. So uh, yesterday, probably the, I would say the worst ending of a game I could imagine in a game. The Dodgers played the Phillies and they lost on a fielding error by a guy whose actual position is second base. He plays everywhere, but Max Muncie is a second base by trade, and he made a terrible error. Gave up two runs, cost him the game. That was a walk-off against the Phillies. Phillies are not a good team. However, Washington gets the lug. I mean, uh, uh, L.A. gets the luxury of flying to Washington and getting to play them for three games. So I'm going to take the Dodgers one and a half off that tough loss, minus 132. And if Matt, I, I assume Max Muncy's going to play in the game, 
assume he's going to have a big day off of that because that's usually the type of player he is. So, yeah, I've got the Dodgers minus one and a half, minus 132. Yeah, I actually had that one on deck as yeah. well. I think that the Dodgers, the minus one and a half seems to be a pretty common trend for good teams yeah. whenever they're playing somebody that they usually beat up on or a division rival in that case. Um, the minus one and a half seems like a go-to just for some easy free money. So yeah. I'm riding with you on that one. Another one that I have is a team that's actually had a better start to their season than a lot of people expected. And that's the Minnesota twins. I have them covering the run line of minus one and a half against the Detroit Tigers right now. Um, it says that the Tigers have Eduardo Rodriguez pitching for them. Uh, this has something different. Exactly. I was going to say I am on uh, another app and it says Bresky. Yeah, Bresky. So I, Bre- I think it's Bresky, but Bresky, yeah, he is a 513. ERA. I was going to say he is he's 0 and 3 with a 5 ERA. And on the other side of the ball, you got Chris Archer, who we've seen pitch, you know, better, better than not. I, yeah, I was going to say better. he's been better and kind of tapping into that old Pittsburgh form, um, even a little bit of his Tampa Bay days. So if he could find a way to get on track. And Minnesota overall is a way better team yeah. offensively than Detroit. So minus one and a half on the run line for a little bit of plus money. I don't mind a little bit of a sprinkle on that. Yeah. So that's going to be my play for tonight on yeah. that one. What I always say about Chris Archer is when we stop expecting him to be an ace, he can be a really solid pitcher for you. If you stop thinking he's going to be your one or your two or your three, he's a four or a five now. And that's when he's going to be a, good, a 410 ERA with 24 strikeouts. That's solid for a guy like that. So. That's a really good uh, a really good pick there. I like that one because I think Minnesota probably wipes the floor with them. I have probably the game of the night in my eyes. Other, I guess the Mets and Giants is a really good game to, th- in theory. But um, at the same time, the uh, Brewers Padres series begins, and with uh, a couple of good pitchers too. But uh, I think it was last episode, or probably Wednesday, if I, or, or whenever it was, uh, Adrian Hauser was on the hill for. Uh, uh, Milwaukee, we picked him and they won. Mm-hmm. He's he feels like safe and free money every time. I mean, he's got a 322 with 31 strikeouts. He's going up against Nick Martinez, who I believe is an opener for uh, San Diego. He is. Um, I actually checked earlier, and he is about a 6.2 ERA for yeah, uh, so, Martinez. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things where it's an opener. You got to feel good. A good lineup for Milwaukee. Padres also probably have the MVP right now. Manny Machado. Not much else in the lineup other than him. Um, so, I mean, when you have Robinson Cano batting every day, tough to see. That's just rough. You hate to say it. Yeah. So, um, I got Milwaukee minus one and a half. That's I'm going, that's a plus 158. I'm going with the cover because it has great value today. And I think that's a, that's a, with Hauser on the mound, I think that feels very good. Yeah. I, I like that dude. A lot of plus money on these run lines. And I think. Like we talk about, dude, the run line seems to be where it's at when it comes to MLB bets. So we're going to stick with that, and we're going to hammer home Milwaukee Brewers money line tonight. Absolutely. I like that one. Yep. Cool. Well, I think that's going to do it for my picks today. I got, I, one, I got uh, one more. I got you one got more. One more? Don't, okay. don't, don't leave out my team. All right. We're, uh, okay. we're still winning. I, all right. We're not you, losing. You're now. winning? Because I'm looking at these lines, and they're a little shysty right now. I'm not going to lie. You think uh, so, you're taking this thing home? You taking the money line straight up? What's up? This is the only game in the, I guess tomorrow too, because they got Bassett. But this game, Alex Cobb, I know you can probably look at his ERA. He's got a 561 ERA. He's been god awful in his last st- few starts. Just horrible. So the Mets plus one and a half. If they can get a good enough lead, I think David Peterson can give them four or five. And then they have a pretty solid bullpen that can finish it off. Um, that That feels good to me, but... Overall in the game, in that stadium, 
that has a tendency to be a hitter's paradise over eight runs as well. Two pitchers that, while David okay. Peterson, you look at his ERA, 189. He hasn't pitched much. He's been up and down from AAA. Uh, we don't really know what we're getting from him. Hopeful that he's going to be a decent replacement for Scherzer. Um, but in terms of it, I'm looking at it and I'm saying, this is probably a game they get at least eight runs. Maybe a 7-5 win, a 8-6 win, something like that. Because it always seems to be at that stadium, the Mets struggle to play like themselves, though. So probably some errors in there, too. But I think the fact that Cobb's just been so bad makes me feel really good about the Mets tonight. Expecting a lot of fly balls tonight. Yeah. A lot of fly balls. maybe Very deep homers. fly balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully for you guys hopefully. in that case. 9-45 start. 9.45, yeah, you guys are getting a little bit of a late game tonight. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. I could watch the end of it after the Celtic game, so look at that. Hell yeah. I'm sure we'll be seeing you tweet it up right afterwards. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. And, guys, don't forget, if you're not following us already, make sure to follow the socials at ML Madness Pod. One thing that I'm going to be looking forward to post on there later today about the Heat and Celtics game, I've had it on my mind since I woke up this morning, is Kyle Lowry unders. So I think that they're just waiting to see if he plays. So... As soon as I know about that, I'm going to tweet it out. Make sure you're following us on social media so you can get those picks because Kyle Lowry on the road tonight, if he's expected to put up any points, I know he's going to have leave stains in his drawers. So I'm expecting him to fully shit the bed. And yeah, just make sure you're following us to help shit on Kyle Lowry a little bit more. Nothing's more frustrating than when Kyle Lowry uh, forces a charge. That pisses me off. Bro, he did it the gross. other day. It's like he plays... It's the set he he does it to everybody, and I give him credit because it is actually that that actually is an art. Drawing charges is an art form because he does it with the perfect amount of sell. He does it. He takes the he takes the contact. He's a big guy, so I guess he could take it. But man, nothing's more frustrating than seeing Kyle Lowry do that to your team. Seriously. Well, hopefully it it's the opposite tonight, and hopefully Marcus Smart is the one doing a little bit more flopping and getting those calls for him. Because we've hopefully. seen it, we've seen it for him just as much as uh, Kyle yeah. over these past few years. Yeah, hopefully we have our two defensive player or team uh, players tonight. Hopefully, I'm looking forward to it. Even hopefully. if not, I think it's still a good game, and I still think you have a chance to win regardless. Yeah, so if they I've, come out with some energy, I think we can not wipe the floor with them, but I think we can win by ten. Do like, come on, Hell give yeah. me something. Hell yeah, give me something to hold on to. Well, I think that's gonna do it for us today. We will be back tomorrow morning with another episode of Moneyline Madness. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. It has been real, and we will catch you tomorrow. Peace. Go dogs.